What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Nick with the Underdog Training Podcast, episode 7 for Thursday, August 17th, 2017. It has been quite a while since I've done a podcast because the summertime got super busy. Um, I was busy as hell working as a strength and conditioning coach for the high school I work at, as well as working my private uh, private facility job as well. So it was busy. It was awesome, though. Um, you know, still cranking some things out, finishing up the summer strong. We just uh, recently started football camp, so things have been going pretty well over there. I'm super excited that it's football season again. It's the best time of year by far is football season in the fall and everything else like that. It's kind of like a reset for everything, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm excited. I know uh, I'm excited for the Eagles this year. I'm a big Eagles fan, so I think we're going to have a good season this year. Granted, we say that every year. Eagles fans are always like that. This is going to be the year. And then it ends up not being the year. But I don't know. We'll see. I think, uh, I think a lot of people are underestimating the Philadelphia Eagles this year. I think, uh, you know, with, with what's going on with Dallas, that also was going to have a big impact on the outcome of the season. But you never know with the NFL, man. You never know. Guys could get injured one day or the next, and, you know, you think you're going to have a great year, and the next thing you know, it's over. So we'll see. Excuse me. But aside from that, things have been going pretty well with me. Um, Aside from work, and not too much else going on, you know, went down on vacation to Wildwood Crest, as I do every summer with my family. So, you know, that was a big thing for me this summer. Uh, and that's been pretty much it, you know. Um, making some gains back on 531 for my main strength lift. Actually, just for my deadlift, now that I think about it, just for my deadlift, I'm running 531. And uh, <clears throat> my squat and bench, I'm kind of doing my own thing and kind of just feeling it out. And seeing right now, I'm actually I converted back to uh, the Kevin Vanderbush volume program for my bench. So I've been on that for a couple weeks because uh, my bench is one of those weird things that goes up and down all the time, uh, more than I would like it to. But my deadlift is going up pretty steadily. Um, I have my threes day tomorrow for my trap. I do trap bar because it's better for my mobility reasons. Um, so I got trap bar deadlift tomorrow for my threes day, and uh, hoping to get at least six to eight reps. Last week on my fives, I got 12, which was a shocker. Um, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> speaking of 531, though, to kind of talk about what I wanted to talk about for this week's podcast, since I only have 27 minutes left on my SoundCloud um, until I have to upgrade. Anyway, 531 is a great strength program to use for any kind of in-season athletes. I think that... And I'm of the, of the belief that you need to progress in season. A lot of uh, strength coaches and a lot of people in general don't happen to share that same belief, I think. And uh, a lot of people want to just maintain when the season comes around and kind of just get by with their workouts that they're doing. But I think it's very important to try your best to gain strength in season because why would you want to just maintain all the work you put in over the summertime and then when the season comes around, you kind of want to just, you know, stop making progress. And even though there's a there's a lot of stress on the athletes when they're in season, anybody, especially a high school age athlete, can handle a 30 to 45 minute workout, um, you know, in season. Because when you think about, especially with football, how much time they're actually playing the sport during the game, it's really not a lot of time. 
you know, you got five seconds per play on average, and then you have the long rest period between plays, and then you take out guys that if they just play one way, that also factors in. So your actual playing time isn't that much, and I think um, when you break it down and realize that athletes can handle a lot more than you think they can, a a small strength-based program that's not going to take a long time is going to be what's most effective in season. That's my opinion. I'm not saying that's the correct and only way to do it. I'm just saying that's my opinion. So 5 through one is perfect for that because you have your set percentages and weights that you know you have to use. Okay, so there's no guesswork involved with this program. You get your math, you put down on the sheet what you have to do, you knock it out. Okay, you have your three sets. You got your first two, which I pretty much consider warm-up sets, depending on the end of the day. So you have your first set of five, your second set of five, and then your max rep set at the end. And, you know, you can also change that up too. You don't always have to actually do a, a legitimate max out set on that last you know that last uh, set. You don't have to always do max reps. So you could say maybe today if a guy's not feeling it as much, maybe say, you know, I'm going to cap you at double the expected amount of reps. So I want you to try and get 10 reps on a fives day or six reps on a threes day. Now, that may not even happen in the first place. You know, you could have a guy that's either overestimating his numbers or maybe he's just not feeling it that day and he doesn't get as many plus reps as you would expect him to get, he or she to get, I should say. Um, but either way, is that if you factor that in, then you could say, okay, we're not going to absolute muscle failure on this last set. So we're leaving a couple reps in the tank so that we feel good so that we can optimally perform the rest of the workout. And it also gives you the leeway to say, hey, maybe today we don't have as much time. We're going to get our quick wor- our warm-up in, and then we're going to knock out you know, our, our warm-up speed stuff. Okay, Then once you, once you get into the strength-based portion of the workout where you're actually doing the 5-3-1 program, okay, maybe you just do those three sets and then you get the hell out. That could be it. So... You know, you want to maximize the time you have in the weight room as much as you can, especially when you get into the school year. You know, a lot of times these coaches, and I know from experience and from coaches I talk to and work with, okay, you may only have when, you, when you know, kids finally get into the weight room after they're done changing and whatnot, if you have a class, or even if it's after school, you still may only have 30 to 40 minutes at the most to get a workout in, which is not a lot of time, especially when you have a million different athletes running through your room. So you have to take that time and say, hey, what is a program I can use that's going to improve our strength, improve our speed as much as we can with the time that we have? And I think 531 is the perfect tool to use for that um, because of the reasons that I've already said. So in season, you want to get stronger because, look, hopefully you're going to have a long season, right? So if you get into the playoffs – and your guys are weaker because they haven't been, you know, using any kind of strength-based workouts and haven't been progressing. And if they're just maintaining, then they're not going anywhere in their strength. And they could actually be losing strength overall because of the demands of the sport. Even if you're just doing a maintain, main, uh, maintain program, a maintenance program, then you may not be getting enough during that workout to impact or counteract the stresses of their body that the game has put on them and the practices and all that. So I think it's also important to look at it that way because while they're getting beat up during practice and games, you want to try and build on that strength that they may have lost and try and get some of it back and improve it. 
So if they're if they're hydrating well enough, if they're eating well enough, then for the most part they should be okay. And when it comes to high school and college athletes, the biggest factor or one of the biggest factors is going to be how much sleep are they getting? Because you could have an athlete that was up till two, three o'clock in the morning doing homework or maybe arguing with their girlfriend or boyfriend, right? And so they come into that school day, they may have only had three to four hours of sleep. So it's hard for you to expect them to perform at a high level when that comes into play. So that's really good. Uh, when Team Builder, they have a survey you can send out, and that's when that comes into play really well, when you can have your athletes fill out those surveys and so you can pick and choose and say, hey, this kid didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so I'm sure he's going through some stuff. Let me pull him aside and maybe modify his program, right? But also, if that's happening, you know, you could see and ask him while he's when he's in his first couple sets, hey, man, how are you feeling? That set looked a little heavy. Maybe we should take it a little lighter today, right? Or maybe maybe something happens where they're feeling okay and they hit some good plus reps. Then you say, okay, hey, man, that was awesome. Let's keep going. Let's maybe we can make something out of this even though we had a little, you know, a rough night last night. Maybe we can use this workout to kind of, recharge your batteries a little bit right so you know there's a lot that comes into play and um i think if you really want to get the biggest benefit out of an in-season program you need to you know get stronger simple as that because your competition is going to get tougher as the season goes along you need to be stronger to face those tougher opponents and i also think it's a confidence thing i think if, if kids start setting prs possibly in season then they're going to go into that saying hey you know what I'm stronger now than I was in the summertime when we were cranking it out. And now when we're going up against these bigger guys, possibly, I'm stronger than I was then. So it gives them more confidence to say that they, they think they can beat those guys. You know, confidence is the biggest thing, I think, uh, when it comes to athletics and especially high school athletics. If you go in there thinking you're going to win, there's a better chance that you're going to come out ahead. And it's, I'm not saying that's always going to be the case, but it definitely helps. And the stronger somebody is, the more confident they are. They're going to walk into that game thinking that they have a chance and even knowing that they may have a chance to win. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Because um, look, folks, even though we're here to build great athletes, what I'm there to do is even though I want to make you stronger, I want to make you faster, but I want to make you a better person. And I want to make you more confident in yourself. And I've seen kids, and it happened for me personally, where you know they may be a little shy, a little in their own shell, and then as they get stronger and they start – committing to the weight room and seeing them but their bodies progress and change and everything else like that just naturally they become more confident they become more outgoing and uh they be they become more accepting of themselves and just happier and everything else and at the end of the day that's what matters is is building better people stronger people mentally and physically and emotionally that's what my job is and uh you know if i can say that i've done that then i can say i've done my job well Simple as that. So don't think just because you're in the middle of the season, your athletes can't handle some strength-based workouts, okay? They can. I promise you that there's nothing that's going to harm them as long as things are done the right way. And, you know, you keep a close eye on their stress levels and the intensity level of the lift. That's another thing with 531 is it's, the intensity is not that high because you're going off a of 90% of your one rep max. So you're never going to actually truly hit – 
a max out. You know, if you if you want to say leave one rep in the tank, that's perfectly fine. I think that's the smart way to do it, and they should be able to gauge that. Um, by that point in time that you should have built that in and maybe they've done some stuff before that they know what it feels like to have one or two reps in the tank and you say okay that's where we're going to stop for today so that way you never end up actually hitting failure and the body can adapt a little bit better that way in my opinion so I think the kind of old school maintain you know I don't want to lift my guys in season attitude shouldn't be in place anymore a lot of coaches used to say that and some of them probably still do that they don't want their players to work out in season. And I never understood that because then what's going to happen? You're putting all this emphasis on, you know, sport training and sports-specific training and not learning the skills and everything else like that, which is fine. But if your guys are going to be weaker in the, in the season, then you wonder, you know, why are we losing games? Why are we slowing down? Why, why are we getting pushed around now? And it's because you may not be training the right way for that and that can happen all the time i've seen it happen plenty of times guys start to get pushed around when they were you know the ones pushing people around at the beginning of the season and as the season starts to wind down they start to get tired and they start to get weaker because they're not training properly so we want to try and negate that as much as possible injuries are going to happen i understand that they're going to happen it's the nature of the beast of what we do but you also want to try and limit those possibilities and if you're training correctly in season and you're doing your strength and mobility and all that kind of stuff the right way then your chances of injury are highly, highly decreased versus if you're not going to do anything. And those guys should know how to react in certain situations to help prevent injuries as well while they're on the field. So that's up. That's on the coach to, to teach those guys how to do those things and how to perform at their optimal level. So, you know, that's it. That's about that. I hope everybody has a great weekend. I hope this kind of came across well, and I hope you get it. If anybody listens to this and has questions, feel free to shoot me an email. Uh, anmaruka49 at gmail.com. That should be up there anyway in the description box or somewhere on my profile on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell your friends, and I will talk to you guys hopefully sometime soon. It won't be as long as it was from the last one to this one. I promise you that. So everybody have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next time.